0: Change in the Air is a new film releasing October 19th that you won't want to miss. A peaceful community is forever changed when a mysterious young woman moves in. As the quirky locals embrace her, their lives soon improve, but they can't help notice that their strange new neighbor has a secret. Change in the Air will release in select theaters and on digital on October 19th. Go to ChangeInTheAirMovie.com to see if the film is playing near you or purchase or rent it the day it comes out. Change in the Air, in theaters and on digital, October
1: 19th. Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom fashions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh laugh. Maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. Hey, I want to start off today by thanking our sponsor. You just heard the commercial at the beginning of the episode. It's for Change in the Air. It is going to be in theaters and on DVD. Same day release, October the 19th. So check that out. Also to the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network They're always so great about getting up this podcast for you. I appreciate all the work that Felice and her team does. One last sponsor, good old The Homegrown Preschooler, happens to be my business, but also my sweet business partners are always willing to donate our money to help put on this podcast. So thanks, you guys, for sponsoring this episode. All right, here we are, Friday afternoon, running a little late on a podcast. You don't care. You don't even care when I record them, do you? No, no one seems to care. I'm always late, though. You might not care, but the people who publish them, Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network, who I love, Joy Rhodes, I have to give a shout out to her. She's always so great because I am running in at the last minute, throwing up my podcast. And, you know, actually, next week, I'm so excited. I'm recording like three podcasts in one week, so I'm going to be ahead of the game. I know you're impressed. I'm impressed with myself, too. Well, tonight is a busy night at our household. We've got senior night at football. Um, gosh, I can't believe I have two seniors this year. You guys, it goes so fast. I know we always tell you that, but I'm telling you again, it goes so fast. So, in addition, we've got a birthday party tomorrow. Uh, one of my boys turned, oh, gosh, 27. Jeez little ways are getting old. And I have a daughter whose birthday is coming up. Are you also turning 27?
0: 28.
1: You're old um 28 so you, I just gave it away who's here maybe you know she's not been here for a really long time uh Caroline Batres how do you really say it
0: Batres <laughs>
1: say it wrong I've done Mrs. Batres. Baters Baters that's what um Siri says yeah ba- ba- Batters. Ba- ba- no. let's some see. some people
0: just like to leave the R let's see how they say, say, it.
1: say it hey Siri call Caroline Batres
0: making a FaceTime call to Caroline
1: Batters Batters yeah <laughs> That's how they say it. All right. Well, Caroline Battis is here, and they actually came in for the weekend from Greenville, and we're so happy to see them. The grandbabies are getting so big. But the last time I had Caroline on the podcast, Caroline, I'm calling her Caroline, Caroline on the podcast, we were talking about um, just kind of the honesty. If uh, if you haven't heard that podcast, it was a while back. But what I loved is Caroline's vulnerability to say, you know what. I'm a girl who always hung out with everybody's babies. I thought this motherhood thing was going to be a breeze and I wasn't going to have an issue at all. And it was definitely a little bit different than she thought. So if you have not listened to that podcast, again, it was back, gosh, what, almost two, two years two ago? Two years ago, yeah. Um, now, right when we first started this podcast, so maybe not quite that, but um, you should go back and find it. Because it, it's very honest about motherhood and about... Just those first few months and the struggles we have and the struggles she had. Now, Caroline's first time around, she didn't get pregnant once but got pregnant twice. <laughs> Melvin is gifted in that area. Um, and they have twin boys who are two and a few months. And then May 18th just came and brought us a gorgeous little gift. Um, Eleanor was born. And so I thought it'd be interesting to kind of check back in with Caroline and see, okay, how's it changed? How. Adding the third baby, and for some of you, I guess it would be the second baby just because of the time difference. So they are not quite, they're like 22 months apart, 23 months apart, yeah. something like that. And um, But again, she's got twin boys, and then adding the new daughter. So, Caroline, glad you're here. Thanks. All the way from Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> um, so how was this pregnancy different? Like, how was the whole thing different?
0: Um. A lot more tiring, I would say, in different aspects. Because I was running, chasing twins, didn't gain as much weight because I was running after them. And, and only growing one baby. Only growing one baby and didn't really have time to focus on sitting and eating my meals and doing all the things that you're supposed to do while you're growing a baby. Yeah, was... you were
1: um, tiny. I mean, you, you... Now, even with the twins, though, you are great looking. Like, you're a gorgeous pregnant girl. Like, she's Thanks. the... She's like the glowy... Just the baby bump. I mean, she really is a beautiful, beautiful pregnant chick.
0: Thanks. You're welcome. Well, sh- wish I looked like that all the time, but not with a pregnant bump.
1: Well, you are glowy. You do have the most glowy skin, for sure, and are gorgeous. But, yeah, I, it's funny, isn't it? Because you think with that first one, you're so tired, and then you're like, oh, heck, I really didn't even know what tired was because now I'm having to get up early. Like, at least then you could lay around. Right take a nap, but when you've got twins going on, you can't do that. Um, so you have to keep going. Um, did you expect there to be differences, like an actual pregnancy?
0: Yeah, so this time around, so basically the first time they told me I had to have a C-section. Right. Because I was having the twins. Okay. And I had a totally different, or wanted a totally different Um birthing experience this time so instead of doing the c-section route which they told me because i had one last time they said i would have to have one again and i'm like well you don't tell me what i have to do right i'm like imagine that (laughs) you saying that Hmm. um so i switched and started with the midwives and was wanting to do a v-back yeah and i was good all the way she was head down until my water broke at 37 weeks picking twins out of their beds out of nap time and so, um, went to the hospital, wasn't progressing. And I just knew with doing a V-back, if they gave me the Pitocin, I wasn't going to progress in that 24-hour period after your water breaks. Right. So, I was just like, you know what? I don't want to be laying here all day and just in misery and nothing happening and end up with a C-section anyway. So, let's just get a show on the road and do a C-section right. again. So, you know, it was kind of, um, disheartening and, um, being the best thing because Eleanor ended up having her cord wrapped around her neck three times. So the Lord protected her and protected me in that and it ended up being great.
1: Yeah and I think let's um that gave me chills as you're telling that story because I'm remembering those phone calls. But let's go back through that. I, I think um what I want moms to hear is that it's your decision. It's your story and It doesn't matter. Like, I think so many people have opinions on, you should birth in a birth center, or you should birth at home, or you should birth in the hospital without Pitocin, or you should... I mean, whatever. Everybody has their opinions. And I think the bottom line is, okay, let's get a healthy baby. Right. And whatever decision you make to get that baby out in a healthy way is your decision. And it's another area where we women tend to throw judgment. Right? I mean, believe me, I went into the hospital. I begged them to put me in early. I might like, give me what drug. I, I don't care. And I'm a holistic chick, but I didn't. Mm, I might like, throw it down me. I need to have this baby and without pain. So, and then you get Christy, who's over here, granola chick, is like, let me birth the baby in the bathtub. And I'm videoing it and it's all natural. And she makes one grunt and the baby's out. I mean, Everybody's so different, and so I love that you said, "You know what? This was my plan all along, but it changed, and I got to make the decision, and I changed. I decided to do something different, and I love that because you, the Lord, did protect her, um, and she came out just gorgeous, and you recovered well. Um, how would you say? So with that labor and delivery, was it different, even having a C section the second time?
0: Definitely. Okay. Um, the reason I didn't want to have a C section the second time overall it was because it's a surgery on your body. Correct. And then I was terrified of Titus and Levi jumping on Ooh. my scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my incision. And so, um, they actually the C section this time, I guess I knew what I was prepared for. And so it wasn't as hard as the first one. Um and I've heard several people say that. This the second really? C section the time around was um easier for some okay. reason. And it was I could get out of the bed better this time. And the one thing I did request though that I had a hard time with a pain medicine they gave me last time, mm. and I was just like, I don't want that. Just give me the Tylenol. I do better with the Tylenol and the ibuprofen. Don't give me the hard drugs because I was like, loopy. Right, right. And so I asked for not that, and I think that really made a big difference. That's interesting. And so, um, I mean, I'm all for the medicine, right? When I had a surgery, you know, I'm right, not trying sure. to rub essential oils, <laughs> on right, my, right, on oh. my uh um, incision, but. It was different. Um, Titus and Levi didn't jump on me, I don't think. My memory, if they did, it's failing me. But they knew not to jump on Mommy. And um, I recovered. The recovery was a little um, rough. I did get that infection yeah. this time. Yeah, yeah, So, overall, though, I mean, it was it was different. Yeah. It wasn't better, it wasn't worse. Yeah, but just
1: different. Yeah. I'm laughing as we're talking. I'm sure you're probably hearing in the background. So normally we have the dogs that bark. Now we have the children that are making the dogs bark. So who knows and what's screaming. happening? And screaming. So if you hear all that background noise, it just sounds like your house, right? You won't even be able to tell is it your house or our house that's making that noise. <laughs> um, what about postpartum this time? Last time you were honest and I, I actually saw it, um as so many women do, our hormones go whack crazy after babies, and people don't understand it unless you've been there. And um, how was it this time around?
0: It was better, yeah. Um, I, I guess I just knew what I was doing, right? Um, I knew about breastfeeding, I had breastfed the boys uh, 14 months, yeah, so I knew what I was doing there. Um, I was obviously exhausted from taking care of them and her both, of, you know, all at the same time. Yes. But I don't think I went, you know, off the charts like I was last time. Yeah,
1: you definitely didn't seem to have the same, I mean, just from the outside looking in, you didn't seem to have that. But And that's, that's also something that, to mention that everyone's different. And, and as an adoptive mom first, um, to be honest, I had some postpartum. Now, do your hormones, what is that? Um, I don't know, but I think you do have some type of something happens because I definitely struggled with that even in my adoptions um, some of the time. All right, so now we've got um, Eleanor is almost five months, right? Yeah, next week. That's insane. So she's almost five months. So how has that adjustment been adding that third baby? A couple of questions specifically. How's your relationship with the boys changed since you added Eleanor in? And then just how has the adjustment all around been?
0: um they're doing really well. they um, our relationship I think is just as strong. Um, it's different because I have to obviously spend time you know feeding her and doing things with her but I try to be um, purposeful with our time when she goes down for morning nap. I'll mm-hmm. try not to do my cleaning during that time and instead we'll go play blocks and read books and have quiet play time in their room mm-hmm. or do something else go outside while she's napping so we can have some time. For just us, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, they're they're great with her.
1: And they are great with her. They are they love her.
0: They always ask to hold her. They're constantly giving her kisses. And Titus oh. likes to pat her booty and say shh, to to go <laughs> so they see mom doing that a lot, and they're they're wanting to be little parents I love to that. her. And they're so excited when she wakes up from nap, and they run into her room and are so mm. excited to get her up. And so it's it's been really what it's been really good. I mean, she's overall really good baby, and um, you know, the second, third, whatever baby you're adding, you just have to learn that it's they nap where you're going because once you've had one, you know, you're running to do things with them and have active fun activities for them, and they just kind of you just kind of tag them along. The first time around, you're like, we do not leave the house for scheduled nap times. And the second, third baby is like, okay, you're napping in the car seat on the way to Nana's house. Let's go.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that it, it is fun to watch. Um, I have to say, um, Caroline, Caroline and I have such a great relationship. We FaceTime almost every single day. We're kind of ridiculous. I talk to her more than I talk to most of my kids that are not, um, in town. Even more than some that are in town. But we talk every day. But one thing I try, I don't always succeed, but I try to keep my opinions to myself unless she asks. And it is fun to watch first-time parents versus now that she's added a second. I was the same. I'm sure I've told y'all stories. I fired babysitters. I um, had fits. I wouldn't let John Michael watch TV. I fired a babysitter because she let him watch TV. I mean, I was as over-the-top as any first-time mom. And I knew how I changed from first to now. And it's fun to watch her. It's fun, you guys. When y'all get to this age to watch your kids have kids, it's fun. So, um, trying to stay out of it, though, unless they ask. Because it's it's their it's their life it's their kids and and they have to make their decisions and even their mistakes and even their first time parenting to second time parenting realities uh it has to be there so i love that it is true right and caroline was like that so many of us as first time moms are like that that first baby don't mess up whatever it is and by the second or third, it's like the loves commercials, right? It's like, you know, you're like picking up the passy and sucking it yourself and sticking it back in. Um, and that's how it is for sure. All right. So what, um, what words of wisdom do you have to share for any moms who are like, okay, are we ready to have that third baby or even second baby? Because in some ways you went from your first to second only because, you know, you Different. had two at one time, obviously you added a third, but. They're pretty close together, and how has that been? And what words of wisdom would you have if somebody's really considering adding another one in within two years?
0: Um, I mean, just don't let other people intimidate you. I mean, a lot of people were freaked out that we were doing that because, obviously, we do have the twins, and it was another pregnancy, another baby, and it is hard, but, you know, you just kind of do it. And, yeah. you know, it's, you just do it. And it's, it's not been as difficult because, like I said, you you know what you're doing this time around. You have your, you kind of have your feet on the ground and, um, you already have all the stuff. You already <laughs> right. have all the things. And, um, you know, you're not that far ahead out of the routine. It was like, you almost, you were just doing this last year. right? And right. so, um. Mm, I didn't want point. to be that far down the road and say, hey, they're off to school and we're, we're starting over. Yeah.
1: You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.